I'm almost isolated with work. Like I don't yeah. work in an office environment, so I don't have any social interaction. My social interactions some weeks are just my girls, and I love them, but yeah. fuck. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just need some real people if to talk anything to. anything that we can take away from two years of this podcast, <laughs> I love them, but fuck. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go on the back of a shirt. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Uh, we'll just crack straight into it. Fucking just straight in. Just straight in. It's another episode of Shitting with the Door Opened. Uh, Wade Duffin's here. Open. You said opened. It's just open. Okay. Fucking been doing this for two Jesus years. Jesus Christ. Two fucking years. Now all of a sudden <laughs> I'm in fuck? an English lesson. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest in, uh, mate of mine from school, uh, fellow drop-off dad, uh... Sticks is all I know you as. I don't even know your real name. <laughs> That's pretty much how I go by. It's just Sticks. who I go by. It's uh, like Sher or Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to call you a, a master craftsman. Um, oh, I wouldn't go that far. That's what I said to Wade. You'd say. <laughs> I'd go jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Yes, uh, wait. Primary carer, father of one. Yes. There you go. And your child is in my child's class. Correct. Do I they think they have been for a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Does she talk about him? Um. Yeah, a little bit. Like they don't overlap much. I don't think. No. But I think with the dynamic of the class this year, especially. Yes. Um, there is that little bit of chat, but yeah. care factor is pretty whatever. Yeah, yeah. There are only I, I don't know if you're experiencing this with your kid, but that it's it they're just starting to form proper friendships. Yeah. Like they this is my person. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think Edie had a tight group from prep with a couple of the girls and they were really, you know, sort of common interests and stuff like that. And then they go, uh, you know, things happen. They get split up in their class because there's, what, five classes? Yeah, so yeah. How, big is, um, how big is the school? It's big. It's, uh, 600? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a hundred year threes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if they want to take over the school, they could. And the year... <laughs> <laughs> well, the year our kids went um, was the first year that the school brought in zoning. Okay. Um, so up until then, it was it didn't matter where you lived, you could yeah. go to the school. And yeah. what was happening is, because it's on a, um, a major arterial into town... Everybody was just... Like, people in the outer suburbs yeah. would drive in and the perfect timing, they could drop their kids off at that school and then continue on to the yeah. city. So they had to bring in zoning. Um, hence why I moved <laughs> to be in the zone. Yeah, I think we're on the just in the border of St Kilda instead of Elwood, but we live yeah. in Elwood officially. Yeah, yeah, sweet. We didn't care. It was like, whatever. Beautiful well, school. At the time, I lived in East St Kilda, but I was out of the zone. Were you St Kilda Park Primary? Uh, no, I was... Or something... Uh, what was it? Windsor? Oh. The one over oh, the... That would have been a bitch to get to. Yeah. <laughs> it was far more annoying to How get do you guys feel about school zones? You for? Well, I, I think it's pretty necessary in terms of population growth. Yeah. yeah. That you, you, you've got and a zone at school. And rules. Like people go, oh no, St Kilda Primary is a great school. I'm sending yeah. my kid there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, there's, there's, there, all public schools are not equal. Some public schools are great. Some are But a some would be a little lot better bit if people sent their kid to that school. Yes. You know what I mean? If, yeah, yeah. I honestly uh, don't know. Like they say, it's all based on demographic and what you do as an occupation and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I 
just don't know. I can't yeah. see how it honestly works. Like, our, you know, you look at St Kilda, there is top of the level and bottom of the level. Yes. And everything in between. Which is why it's a good school too because it's, yeah. it's got a really yeah, great yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, selection of um, uh, wages, economic Yeah, uh, yeah kids from different um, cultures. Yeah. Because um, Penny School isn't zoned and they get people from all everywhere. Yeah, There's right. So many different cultures, so many yeah. different like backgrounds. It's fantastic. But the other school we're looking at was zoned and they were in a bit more of an affluent area. Right. And they get almost no help f- from the government. Really? Yeah. But Penny School gets quite a bit. Like they just give them money to do stuff. Yeah, because of, of the demographics. Slightly lower. Well, yeah. well there's more. There's as equal low and high. So. Yeah. It's yeah, all yeah, about. Yeah. It's all about wage brackets and God knows what else. <laughs> well, we got a we got a massive slug of money from the state government uh, at St Kilda Primary, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're doing the reno. Five million? Five mil, I think they need... Yeah, well, I think that's what I heard, like, um, Penny School got as well. Yeah, yeah. That new building's going to be awesome. I took a little chunk of that. (laughs) 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 Just on the way through. No, I'll carry it in. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Three million, that's what you guys got. It's wonderful. It's 20%, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a a story about Frankston High uh, years and years ago, because Frankston is... um, End uh, of the train line. End of the train line. um, You know, uh, there's quite a lot of um, issues out there, low socioeconomic... Area. Doesn't have a great reputation. I've never been out there myself. No, well, when you but go, I out only there. hear good things and bad things. When you, you know? go out there, and you look. Yeah, at it's it. not me. Yeah, you hear like bad things in the media almost, but then yes. people who live out there tell you, "Oh no, it's great. It's fucking." Fantastic. Well, the beach is beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful coastline. It's actually yeah. a nice bit of water to swim in. The south, the surf club. Yeah, there on a hot summer's day. Oh really? Just out front there, it's stunning. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't nice. even know you're in. Frankston. But then you go to the main <laughs> pub there. What is it? It's on the corner. Oh. It's, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's it Get Your Head Smashed yeah. In Pub. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I did a gig there with my mate Heath Franklin. Behind uh, a cage? Oh, mate, we should have had a cage. Yeah. It was fucking hectic. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, gotcha. Anyway, that school had a heap of funding pumped into it because it was very um, underfunded and it became one of the best state schools in the country. And then all these wealthy affluent yeah. people would were trucking their kids in to go oh, there. They were buying houses. Like if you said, oh, my house is in the Frankston school zone, you could slap 25% on your house price and yeah. you'd get it. Like yeah. it went crazy the yeah. last, what, five years especially yeah. or something. So they had to really tighten the zone up. Yeah, um, yeah the really zone's tiny now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. It's like just the school. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live at the school, you can fuck off. Yeah, that's right. Teachers are loving Pretty it. much. <laughs> um, now, you are, uh, as I said, primary carer. Yeah. Um, was that a discussion that you had with your wife or partner? I don't know if you're married. Wife. Wife. Yep. Um, 13 years. 13 years. Well done. Good Thank on you. you. Uh, was that a discussion you had before you had... No, that really? was uh, bent over the barrel, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, she we, pegged you into submission. No. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, <laughs> you're going to fucking do this. <laughs> um, no, it was, we always said from the very beginning, we don't want a nanny, we don't want this, yeah. or, you know, we want to raise a kid like, yeah. I don't know. One of I you. can't even say a normal human because they're What's pretty that? much... Exactly. Um, No, we didn't want the nanny and after school care and before school care. We didn't want any of that. And I was in hospitality at the time. So I could always do morning drop-offs or whatever anyway. And I'd be working probably nights or something somewhere. Chefing. Um, But we owned a cafe and six years ago, seven years ago maybe, 
my lungs went fuck you and basically all my my younger I was born with shit lungs I call it fuck lungitis because there's no real <laughs> there's the no medical real, term. yeah there's no real label um what I have because is, isn't it we, we had a conversation um, around the show that I just did taboo because yeah. I had a participant in that that has cystic fibrosis yeah so I hang out with them a lot but I don't have that but is it like related in some way or is it's, it just oh well, you, you could call it other? like a third cousin that right. the postman has shagged <laughs> um, it's like <laughs> it's more the under the umbrella of your eighty year old emphysemic grandma right. Who ah. smoked two pack a day for 40 years. Right. It's more under that umbrella, but because I was born with it and with heaps of other complications, it's kind of not that. Yeah. So it's just my doctors and specialists say you're unique oh, in every nice. way possible. <laughs> but because you cycled up here. Yeah. So I have to keep. I have to keep as fit as I possibly can. So I don't have a choice. If I'm, if I was to be a skinny, fat, lazy prick. Yeah. I'd be constantly unhealthy. Uh, okay. But. If you can keep as fit as you can, then it's you're then doing what you you're can. using your lungs properly, and it's a natural clearance. Right, like yeah. my lungs can't get rid of the shit you do every day okay. that you don't think anything of. Yeah, whereas right. me, I'm like, yes, yeah, got right. it out. Yeah, <laughs> right. um, so going back to primary care, um, my lungs went boom, and my wife could earn a fuck ton more money than I could. Basically, if I'd need two head chefs' jobs. Yeah, wow. To, you know, she's she did uni, she's in digital marketing. Yeah. You know, it's the so she's place just, to be right now. Yeah, yeah. So it was just sure. a smart fiscal decision. Yeah, it was she's basically... More, your yeah. lungs are fucked. <laughs> You're staying home. Yeah, hey, you stay home. Lung. I tell you what, if you can catch me, <laughs> yeah. you can have yeah. <laughs> I can beat her in a 100-meter sprint, but that'd be about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's I'm a stay-at-home dad, and because I was creative... Um, Chefing and I just needed something to do and I ended up making furniture in my garage downstairs in the unit that we rent. Oh, wow. Through just making us a table and then a friend a desk and then someone else a table. And, and so you sell the stuff as well? Yeah. And oh. now I'm doing commercial fit-outs. <laughs> yeah, well, I turned up to your house just to help out load uh, a few commercial tables for a gallery, I think, is what you'd made them for. Yeah, um, up at Bundura Homestead. Yeah, beautiful big bit of um, Aussie hardwood. Yeah. On top of some industrial steel piping. Looks great. Yeah. Um, I actually was like, can you make me a workbench? Yeah. Well, they are. They're a good little workbench. Um, they're a good little anything. But so, yeah, that's that's it. I'm a stay-at-home dad that kind of just tinkers with wood. Uh, well, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Keep the toilet door closed. <laughs> I really tickle Wade's wood over there. Um, but how does your how does your health concerns play into your parenting? Then has it been? Have you felt impeded by it? Or oh, it totally. Yeah, it's like if she's sick, I live in a bubble. Yeah, because right, I can't make her live in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. So it's easier for me to just no daddy cuddles. If right. we do reading, I sit on the end of the bed um, yeah. and cuddle her knees, basically. Yeah, so right. I try and stay away from viruses because yeah, they basically end up as pneumonia or a severe chest infection and then oh, two wow. weeks in hospital Yes, right. if it's bad enough. Yeah. Which is, again, another similarity with people with yeah, cystic with fibrosis. CF. They can't. They, they can't, can't get sick like we can get sick. No. Because we'll bounce back. Yeah, you quickly. take a couple of Nurofen or have a day on the couch and then soldier through. It's like, yeah. no, I need two, three weeks off and 
you know, Xbox. Thank God for Xbox. Oh my <laughs> God, seriously, it has saved my life. Um, how aware is your is your daughter of of your health? Oh, because oh, obviously that's very aware. She's grown up with it. Yeah, right. You know, when she was two, and my lungs initially went boom. Um, we had to fly my mum over, and like we were running a really successful cafe. I was basically head. You know, I ran the day to day. Yeah. The missus did back up and the books and back of house and stuff. Um, and I went into hospital for a week, came out for a week, went in for two weeks, came out for two weeks, went in for three weeks, was out for maybe three weeks, then I was back in for another two weeks Holy like shit. that. And wow. I had we just had to ring my mum. And yeah. we were in Brisbane at the time. And she we just said, just go to Noosa because my in-laws have got a house at Sunshine Beach. Yeah. And so, mum was over. She came over for four, extended it to seven weeks. Oh, wow. From good to work. Have a mum. Fuck, Fuck, it's good to have a mum. And, and, you know, Tam would go up on her days off, drive up to Noosa, hang out for a night or two, then come back and run the shop. And then Tam's mum sort of tag team my mum and yep. took over caring Edie. Edie was two at the time. Wow. So, that's like a half a year. Yeah, Edie spent, Edie spent the better part of three months four months living in Noosa with her grandparents. Just wow. because... And I'd try, every time I'd get out of hospital, I'd go up and hang out and kind of chill out. And that was super hard because all of a sudden I'd get an infection and end up shit and then go to Noosa Hospital, which was kind of like the hospital out of a country practice. <laughs> 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 it's really nice. Yeah. The outlook's yeah. beautiful, but... You know, the a boxy it was matron like, just right, walks you, in. <laughs> they just get an ambulance and I'd end up going down to Brisbane. Right. Uh, and how how are you now? Because that's seven years ago. Is that the yeah. last big sort um, of health scare? So we moved to Melbourne a year after that. Was that for? For my health, yeah. Health I was, oh, I am work for Tam. There was yeah. nothing in Brisbane for her really to do. Yeah. She ended up doing a course to upskill because we'd been running a cafe for... Five years. Yeah. Um, so she studied, worked, and looked after Edie and me Holy for the first shit. year in Melbourne, basically. Fucking hell. I was still in and out of hospital. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's working. Yeah. I was still in and out of hospital. Um, uh, when we first moved here in the November, I spent the first Christmas in Melbourne in hospital. I had a foot in the grave. The Holy doctors shit. are like, yeah, you're one of the sickest we've had on ward for a while. I had a pneumonia the size of two of my fists hiding behind my heart and diaphragm that couldn't oh. get picked up on x-ray. I had a full body CAT scan because I was punching fevers of 41 degrees for five days. Wow. 41? I was on antibiotics and freaking suppositories yeah. and nurses had hands everywhere. We're, you know. <laughs> you're like tropical Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> I like... Two different infections and it was a mess. It was a real, it so was then, a clusterfuck. So then your kid, more so than and uh, all of our kids, uh, uh, is possibly more aware of death than in a in a real sense. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because I mean, she was pretty hidden from that. Sure, at she's that only age, three yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But sure, she must you know, be like more aware of like the the frailty of like her. Yeah, then like a lot of kids like um. Sylvia was saying, you know, Dad, you're the strongest man in the world. And I didn't lie to her. I was like, yeah, that's right, man. Yeah. Best singer, best dancer, I'm fucking nailing it. Where's my cape? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like... Um, 
a lot of kids grow up thinking like their dad, especially, yeah. is like this kind of like superhero. Yes. And, and when they get older, they can realize the frailties. But your kid has realized that a bit earlier well, on. Well, she, yeah, I think she's just grown up with that. So it's a part of our day to day. So it's almost normal to her. Whereas, yeah, yeah. and all the all her cousins and you know they they're aware and yeah, they know so and they know and they and I hate it when people look at me with oh you poor thing eyes I fucking hate that yeah, yeah like that is my that's my kryptonite yeah right it's like no don't fucking look at me like that I don't need you I'm a pity. normal human being yes. yeah with a shit set of lungs yeah yeah right so. And that's how you talk to Edie about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, you know, when I'm when I'm on, I'm fucking best uncle, best dad in the world. I go out and I'm the uncle that takes the kids out four foot surf that I shouldn't be. <laughs> no, no, no. I can take the five of them down the beach. We'll be fine. <laughs> they all come back alive. Yeah, they, no, <laughs> they all come sticks. back. They all come back alive. That's the thing. And, you know, like I'm the one on the beach, you know, mucking around, wrestling. We'll throw the ball, we'll play cricket. I'm, you know, I'll push for that fun, yeah. fun yeah. uncle dad kind of thing. So, I yeah, mean, nice. every, every parent has to deal with this in their own way, but how do you specifically on this subject matter deal with uh, managing Edie's anxiety around that? Or is it because it's been so transparent and honest, yeah. it's less anyway? I think it's less. Right. She knows. It's like dad's sick. She gets a little upset for like initially, let's say she gets a cold or a flu. Yeah. And she's just snot-ridden, cough, disgusting, you know. Yeah. Um, she gets upset for... Oh, Half an hour, she gets a little bit sure. sooky for, and has a yeah. cuddle with mum, and I just go and say, "It's fine. Yeah, we just got to do this, and you'll be fine in seven days, and we can just go back to normal." Yeah. I just have to steer clear of those initial the droplet precaution, basically, yeah. like they, they are, are in hospital. Disgusting when they're sick. They, they are, are disgusting. Oh, most yeah. humans are. Yeah. Yes. Like you know, people. Oh, there's hankies are banned in our house. Mrs. Like, yeah, but I'm like, they are fucking disgusting. We use hankies. tissues. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I use the Bushman's hanky. Yeah. Just out the back. I door. taught Edie to do that. <laughs> yeah. Especially do at it. the beach. She's like, Dad, I'm like, just block a nostril and push. So you're in the she water, loves mate. it now. She's just like <laughs> in the water when we go surfing. So Pump know, it out. Pump well, it out. I think my little kid is crook at the moment because I've been um, sleeping with him uh, most nights uh, so that Hannah can get rest. And last night he was Fucked. There's no other way to put it. Like from about midnight, he climbed into the bed that I'm sleeping in in his room. Uh, it's great. I yearn for cuddles, but it was like I was being assaulted all night Ugh. because I think he's on the verge of getting something little because yeah. he's a toddler and that's just what they do. It's a perpetual cycle of yeah. sickness, especially when they're in daycare. It's just nonsense. Oh, Mate, at, at about two thirty in the morning. Relentless. He and you know how stonking my kid's head is. Yeah. He headbutted me so fiercely that I almost passed out. Like it woke me up and nearly knocked me out in the same moment. And it was right at the, at the oh, base nice. of the neck. Yeah, and just cronk. You thought you were sleeping with Chuck Norris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is. He's like a mini Chuck Norris. Yeah. Um, well, that's. Um, it's. It, it. I suppose there's heaps of similarities in what you're dealing with with Edie, but it's just. Yeah, the stakes are a little bit higher. Yeah, when basically. you guys uh, just get a bit off topic, when you guys met at school, was it like the start of like some very small talk to start off with? Or Sticks and I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so interested in the small talk. At Sticks school. is a bit of a man about town at school. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, you are. I like the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mums. That's why I'm happy doing it. Town knows. She knows I'm a 
You know, mum whisperer. <laughs> you are a bit of the mum whisperer. But, you know, like, I... I <laughs> Wade's loving it. Because I, I come in head down, hoodie on, yeah. grab the kids. If you got a fucking 50. Yeah, in, out. That's yeah. what I do. Um, and you have actually helped me open up a little bit more Cheers. in the school community. Yeah. Uh, because it's better for the kids too if you take a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, but quite often I find pickup is it, it's normally it's in the wrong point of the day for me mm. because I sometimes you're in a hurry. Well, and I just I just start gearing up creatively at that point in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah like you just want to get home and head down and sit in the bar, start writing, bar. Yeah. Yeah. all of that. And just drink. Really. Yeah, that's, yeah. You can cut out the start <laughs> writing, these bed, mate. You just want to get home. <laughs> I've got these children. <laughs> well, this happened last week. Um, I've just started another podcast. I'm cheating on Wade, and um, it does he know? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's oblivious. Yeah. He, he's so loved up with me. He doesn't know what I'm doing. Um, but anyway, it finished at a time. Basically, it was school pickup. And I was like, oh, shit, and had to cut it really short and sprint into... I literally sprinted into school. Yeah. I was about five minutes late, which I never am. Mm. And so that was upsetting to yeah. Leo. He was like, where were you? Yeah. And I was like, come on, and didn't even give him time to have that emotion and just dragged him straight back out, jumped in the car of the person who'd driven me there to get him and then straight back to work. Um, and so, anyway, I'm trying to be less that and mm. you're you're a good role model for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think, like, because... I'm almost isolated with work. Like, I don't yeah. work in an office environment, so I don't have any social interaction. My social interactions some weeks are just my girls, and I love them, but yeah. fuck. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just need some real people if to talk anything to. anything that we can take away from two years of this podcast, <laughs> I love them, but fuck. Let's <laughs> go on the back of a shirt. Yeah. You just, I just, I need a social. I need interaction. Yeah, I've yeah. come from hospitality. I was a cocktail barman. Yeah, right. And it, my Australia's natu- Tom Cruise over here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh man, because they better looking. Um, <laughs> but I just need that human interaction, and yeah. I need to flirt, and I need to chat, and I need to do everything because that's yeah, good for the ego yeah. and my soul and just everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife loves the small talk at school, and I've been so fighting it. But I've been fighting against people that I really like as well. <laughs> so, like, I like some of these parents, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to them. And but then I couldn't justify it anymore. I couldn't rationalize it. So now yes. I just start talking to them. But the small talk drives me nuts. The other day I left school, had to, I dropped a penny off, and as I was leaving, I said to one of the mums, "Hey, how are you?" And she's like, "Good." And I said, "Great. How are you?" Like straight away, double down on the "How are you?" <laughs> yeah, and yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. How are you? <laughs> she looked at me. As if I was an idiot, and rightly so. I had to call myself out. I was like, look, I'm not going to lie. I hate small talk. I've just said it, but now I'm leaving. And I just bailed. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. That's how you leave a conversation. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you do the, the hoodie sunglasses on. sometimes where you just in out. I don't want to talk to everyone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Or you can just go in and you kind of have a chat. And I mean, you can tell some of the mums or dads even just enjoy having that bit of a chat. Yes. And it is that uh, isolation that, yeah. you know, they're going to go home and either do the housework or work from home or look after the other small child that's yeah. disgusting and sick. And yes. you just need, I just need human contact just for just something. 15 yeah, yeah. minutes. Or do you want to grab a quick coffee? It's like, yeah, why not? I've got half an hour to kill. Yes. yeah. And it's a huge, like it's a mental thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, it's that, oh, thank God, I can have a conversation, whether it's, 
if it's a single person who you're shagging or if it's another mum or dad and you just need a chat. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, ugh, unload mentally. I think part of me was like hesitant because now we've started socialising with these people outside of the school as well, going for some drinks. Have you been stuff. drunk with them? Yeah, a few times, actually. Oh, cool. Actually, we've pretty wrecked. Actually. It. Sticks and I have attempted it uh, at least for the last year. Oh, absolutely. You've been saying, hey, we should get a drink. Um, we should have the a The stars have not aligned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... It just hasn't happened yet, and I'm keen to do that because there's a, there's a few other people um, that also I'm like, hey, why don't we go and yeah. get a drink? Like Lenny's dad, um, yeah, uh, Andreas. I'm not sure I always say it wrong because Andreas, yeah, it's it's not Anglo. Try and say their freaking surname. I don't even know. Oh, don't. <laughs> I look at it and just go. Fucking, yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> Carmen Andreas's kids. So glad you said they're from Switzerland because if you said like a couple of other countries, you could have sounded very racist. No, because they're white, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I'm going to get back to me for a second because I was in the middle of yeah, go. Sorry, Carly. were you? Yeah, a little bit. What about? Back to you. Well, I'm just saying that He's I was hesitant up. about... <laughs> <laughs> I was hesitant at the start because I'm like, I'm going to see these guys for the next seven years. Mm. And if things go badly now, right. especially when you're out drinking with people, and it's gone badly before, once or twice, uh, then you're just going to deal with that relationship for the next seven years. And they're in the same class, and it's not that big. Super. Correct. Have you only got one class? There's uh, about 60 kids in prep. Yeah. But is that two, two or three classes? That's two. three. Yeah. So well, you can always good. just move classes. Yeah. Well, they're split. all in the same kind of class. Oh, yeah. In the so same, same room. room so you're going to run into them. Different areas. But regardless. multiple teachers. Multiple teachers, multiple teachers yeah, right. yeah. 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 That is a good point because I, I have... There's, there's several parents at school that at the start of the schooling... Um, they were they were my parent that I'd talk to, and now we don't talk at all. You and don't see them. No, and it, there's not like and occasionally you sort of it's almost like people that were on the verge of becoming friends are now strangers. You're passing like ships yes. in the night, and it's a very weird sort of moment. Like one of them who there's literally no bad blood whatsoever, but they were neighbours, and then so we had a lot to do with each other, yeah. and then went to the same school, and then we moved. And uh, our kids no longer share the same class, and so we just don't. Yeah. We don't talk at school. I yeah. think with the five classes, though, totally. it's huge, and they're yeah. all in different areas. Like there's yeah, three wow. different areas of the year threes as well. So is there really? Yeah, like it, what, yeah, because two of them are up. They're the top up top, and then there's one down level. to the side near the just near the basketball See, ring, and then there's one the like over. <laughs> In where the preps were, where they did you one or two. Is it? Yeah, it's just like, Jesus. Oh, they're, they're completely just... split. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. And and this is also, that doesn't help that this is, I think, the age where the rivalry is starting to really ramp up. Mm. There's some more tensions between, because their personalities are sort of exploding. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's not just normal kid um, tension. It's actually... Um, emerging human, uh, you know, they're, they're emerging as fully grown humans, genuinely not liking other people. Yeah, because and that's fine. There's plenty of people. And yeah, like I don't like you because like you do tribalism kind of. Yes. Thing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Which is like you've got to. This is this. I uh, yeah. You. It's important right now. It's you nurture these friendships or. Okay, so why don't you like that person? And you've got to ask them that. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, why? Yeah. You know, you just can't like. Ah, I don't like them. Yeah. It's like, why don't you like them? Yeah, I can say I don't like you because, you know, you All talk right. funny. Okay. <laughs> um, Racist. Right. Or it's just New Zealand. You're a bastard to me. Basically, it's like, 
did they disrespect you or one of your friends? And if yeah. so, that's fine. Don't like them for that. Or is it just because they've got like, um, you know, like funny feet? Or, you know, like just yeah. bring out something abstract. You know, well, that's no reason not to like someone. That's yeah. right. You know, exactly. and you have that chance. And also, it's totally fine to not like somebody, but it's not okay to be nasty and rude to somebody. Yeah. Yes. You, you don't have to be friends. And that, that's, that's something I've sort of struggled. Um, there's a little bit of a, hey, we like everybody in the first few years of school. And you're like, no, but that's not how humanity works. Yeah. You, you're meant to be nice and pleasant and... Um, uh, you're meant to be respectful. Respectful to people. Yeah. You don't have to like them. No. Yeah. But that's a, that's a hard balance to find with a, a nine-year-old. Yeah, trying to explain to that to a an kid. adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find after three tequilas, you pretty much know everything. <laughs> 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 well, the, that, uh, the socialising at our school is pretty hectic. H- how much of that have you done in terms of like I haven't a, done a lot. I've the done parent-teacher fundraiser nights? Oh, I did... I did the fate last year. Oh was yeah, it last year. But the, the kids are at I that was one. on that. Um, I did the art show. Kids are at that one too. No, I mean, there was no kids. Oh, the wasn't night there? one, the oh, Friday night, and got messy. Yeah, I was dragged away. Tim's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Come on, we're going." I'm like, "Oh, but I'm just about to have fun." <laughs> um, I was on that really good, you know, that line of where you kind of could go either way. You're happy to go home, but geez, you could stay out. But then it'd be a you know, trouble. Yeah. Well, I've done a few of them. In fact, I did two before uh, Leo had even started school. Wow. Fuck me, it got messy. Like mm. it was, I was like, what is happening here? Everyone was <laughs> just chugging the booze and <laughs> anything else that was available. And just like, it was like kids had been unleashed without teachers, um, but it was actually parents and teachers. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just on it. Let's get it on. Yeah. Good community. Um, no, I haven't done it that hard. Right. Uh, now, was it a conscious choice? Because I am absolutely envious of you to have one child. Yes. You had the one, and you planned your yeah, first Yeah, Tam kid. wanted more than one. But I was wasn't ever really fussed on having any kids. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love kids. Yeah. Love, you know, hanging out. But honestly, with my lungs and stuff, I think in the back of my mind, I was I able to have them because a lot of CF people are... Um, Infertile. Infertile. Yeah. Did not know that. Well, they shouldn't have kids because chances are their kids are going to have CF. Right. So it's that whole, you know. That's the thing we haven't discussed. So th- that was a consideration on, yeah, on yeah, passing yeah. on what I you got have. checked. Right. Because we had a little bit of trouble getting pregnant. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that an ego it's boost? To, it's good to turn that into yeah. a competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a healthy um, and normal thing to want. <laughs> no, and then it was, we just went, listen, let's just have the one. And we had one good one and yep. no issues. Um, and, you know, she was a terrible sleeper. So that kind of put you off having another one. Right. I yeah. think people that have a dream baby and, oh, mine sleeps eight to ten hours through the night and blah, blah, oh, blah, and shits once a day. And then they get landed with one that doesn't. I yeah. fucking love it. Well, it's exactly like our guest a few weeks ago, Claire. The, yeah. Um, um, uh, what was what kind of lawyer was she? Just human rights human lawyer. Human rights lawyer. Had a dream kid for the mm. first one and got an absolute fucking nightmare. Like, yeah. She's like all smug about her first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they, they always are. Totally are. You always are. You know who you are if you're out there listening. You yeah. fucking you have smug a kid that bastards. sleeps through the night. Fucking go fuck yourself. Sleeps through <laughs> the night. What is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's just something I've done. It's just my parenting technique. I don't know how many Bubbles. laps of the block I did in the car. Um... But then once she'd fall asleep in the car, I'd go, oh, there's a nice shady spot and I'd put the chair back and have a sleep. So that was a bonus. So yes, conscious decision of having one yeah. one go, one kid. If we had twins, well, that was sure. going to be just potluck. 
Yeah. yeah. That would be hectic. But oh we're God. happy with one. We can travel comfortably with one. It doesn't cost us a fortune. We can get a two-bedroom house or unit. Yeah. So yeah, we're not, you know, it's... And we just didn't feel the need. What about the, the very uh, um, common misconceptions around single children, which oh. mostly are not founded in any fact whatsoever? No. It's founded from people having more than one child and are jealous of you. Yeah, totally. I think it's and definitely something that's passed down from an older generation. Yeah, like I come from I mean? three. Like, my wife yeah. comes from three. Come from three. Yeah. You know, it's that 2.4 white picket yeah. fence kind of mentality that Australia had through the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Baby boomer, I suppose. Um, and I actually had a customer at Grub Street. They're like, oh, you know, they they were pregnant and sort of halfway through. And they're like, oh, I see you having another one. I'm like, no, we're, we're good. Like, oh, that's pretty unfair. I'm like, right. how the... F- what do you mean unfair? What's well, not fair to her? I'm like, she's never fucking gonna know. Yeah, yeah. What absolutely. it's like having a baby brother or sister. It's her normal. She's got what nothing to compare it, it to. Oh, mate. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I said, it doesn't. And he turned around and he thought, and he's like, oh yeah. And he apologised. I'm like, well, I got that because I I was, um, had one kid for six and a half years, yeah. and I would get from strangers who'd say you're gonna have another one, and I was like. No, and then they go, um, that's unfair to your child. And, like, really chastise, chastise yeah. me out. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. It's our decision. You're the one wrecking the planet by having more than two. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you point at me? Uh, <laughs> but there is concerns around, and I had these concerns um, for Leo, I- I- around um, the isolation. Because like, for, for, for me... Um, my older brother is my best mate. Yeah. I'm incredibly close to my other two siblings as well. We're all we're a pretty tight unit. Wow. Well, see, um, I'm not. Right. So like no we're f- mates. Yeah. And if anything to happen, like when I was sick, my brothers, like that year I was in hospital, they threw two grand in my bank for Christmas. Right. Didn't even think. Yeah, they just yeah, went, yeah. Trav, there's money in your bank. See, so, so, but Edie's my, not going to have that. No, but she's got cousins. And okay. all her cousins are in; they're all in each other's corner. And even her second cousins, like my my cousins' kids and yeah, my wife's right. cousins' kids, they're yeah. similar ages, kind of thing. And they've all got Eddie's back. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they all love her to bits. They all consider her the sister that doesn't live with them. Yeah, yeah right. Nice. Which is good. And also, you not only uh, the factor of you uh, doing what you do at school. Um, I see that as a benefit to Edie too because you just dropped this thing the other day that I then talked to another parent about um, uh, because I didn't realise we were there. Edie was having a sleepover and I was like, oh, are we doing that now? Like I I didn't know that (laughs) that was... It's the year of the sleepover. Yeah, you're doing sleepovers. Yeah. And and bring that up because you're fostering friendships for as well. Yeah. Yeah. How how the fuck are the sleepovers? (laughs) (laughs) they're, They're actually pretty funny. Like you just... Honestly, I love having one or two of her friends around um, because I don't have to fucking do anything. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, I suppose, what pilots have flying Qantas airplanes. I oh, just hit that button there and uh, just Jack kick and back and have a martini <laughs> like James Bond does. Um, no, it's it's great. You just, you kind of whip them into gear, I suppose, like you normally would at your normal time. You know, I think most parents or you know, the the kids uh, were kind of on the same plane. You got to find parents on the same wavelength yes. as well, like yep. similar parenting. I think, like whip them into gear. There's no, um, 
sort of shower, dinner at a normal kind of time. Yeah. Maybe push bedtime a little bit later and let them chat yeah. and giggle. And they try and stay up for the midnight feast. Um, which is which sometimes o'clock. does work. <laughs> no, sometimes they do, and they're bananaed the next day. <laughs> and it's just like just and you just pack them off home, just go to sleep. <laughs> no, and then you've got yours to deal with alone, who's <laughs> irrational and like a crack addict that needs another hit. Um, but Excellent. no, sleepovers are a lot of fun. You watch a movie and just kind of let them be and ship them off to bed. Yeah, I really want to get it happening. So I brought it up with this uh, this other mother, and and, and it, she kind of had the same reaction that I did, and she was like, "Oh, are we there? Oh, yeah. oh I haven't really thought about it." <laughs> and this sort of panic set in for both of us, like one kind of feeling like, "I don't know if I'm ready to do that." One let Mikey go. Actually, I'm so ready for that. Oh, Mikey, Mikey yeah. can fuck off. <laughs> I've packed your bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's more taking another one on. Yeah. Uh, whereas she was the oppers. I, I don't know if she was ready to let her kid go and stay at another place, you know, because it's it's a big deal. Yeah, well, I yeah, don't know. We've, sure. we've put Edie on aeroplanes since she was See, then you said old that. enough to. How old are you, lad? How old five. Are you? They've got oh, to be really? toilet trained, and I think five. So as soon as Edie turned I five, she was on older. a plane, basically oh, by herself. I thought she it was loves way it. old. Yeah, yeah. I iPad. Or something. No, Five. that's international is twelve. Ah, uh, that's what I'm thinking of because my parents live in New Zealand. Yeah. And I want to ship her off. See, my oh, my, my right. parents live in yeah. Perth, fucked. and it's like, per, it's cheaper for us to go to New Zealand than it is to go to Claire's Perth. Parents live in Perth. Yeah. So yeah, these guys are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> they've got they've got one set of family in New Zealand, one set of family in Perth. I mean, it's great for you. It's halfway point, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, as soon as Edie turned five, you know, we just said, "Mum, Dad, Edie's coming over." And we, you know, she was kind of sketchy at first, but then we just gave her an iPad, a bag of lollies, and no mum and dad telling her what to do for four hours on the plane. That's a gets big off deal the at plane, five. gets spoiled. I love it. Well, I think with I me in it. and out of hospital, like I was still, we'd planned on to go on a trip and things like that, and all of a sudden I'd end up in hospital and we had tickets booked. So right. Eddie'd go by herself, and then I'd follow a week later after I get out of hospital. Fuck kind of thing is. to Queensland or something like that. So she was flying to somewhere where she knew and she was comfortable with. Yes. I think that's key. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And but now she's like, "Fuck, catch her!" And she's like getting dropped at the gate. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The it's gate to gate, basically. Yeah, yeah. And the cabin crew are going to be super sweet. Yeah, you know I remember. I mean? They're going to be spoiled the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really because it's well, maybe Qantas might, but on Virgin, I think Virgin we've found the best. It's only I think it's fifty five bucks extra. Right. Yeah, right. Um, and like most of them sit together, like if there's two or three on the flight, um, nars we call them, unaccompanied minors. Right. Yeah. Um, and they just hang out, just yeah, watch nice. an iPad or color in or read. Because when you said it to me, it was just before um, school, the last school holidays we yeah. had, and I was like, fucking yeah, what? and brought it up with Leo's mum, yeah. and she shot it down very quickly, and. But you know, and I understand that. I, you know, yeah. you, uh, sort of trying to manage other people's anxieties around that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fine, I'm just bringing it up as a subject matter if you're open to it. Well, it's just what you know. Maybe when he's 22, fine. we can get him on his first plane by himself. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. What a sense of independence that must give her. Though. That's, but like going back with me being sick, I think that's also brought that independence in. Yeah. Because we haven't had a choice. She's yeah. had to do certain things yep. on her own. Yeah. Because dad's been in hospital, mum's got to go to work or she's got something on. So you've got to go to your grandparents or you've got to go to your cousins in Queensland and you've got to go by yourself. And if what you an want to go on holiday. Anyway. 
Yeah, Definitely, like it just yeah. pushes them into that. And I'm pretty independent person and so is Tam. Like, so we just, we are independent people. Like right. we don't, we don't rely on anyone. We had our first kid in Brisbane and the closest grandparents were Melbourne and Perth. Yeah. And we had Tam's cousins in Brisbane who were our closest relatives. Right. So we had, you know, we had friends and we well, had ourselves. Our yeah, 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 so we had... I would have preferred a little more help. But oh, I would that, absolutely prefer more help. Yeah, which would have been nice, but we didn't. We chose yeah, to live in right. Brisbane. So we're independent and we yeah. weren't that... We need people, you know, there was no... Never into... Like those people that have their their parents watch the kids at least one day a week. And that's oh, locked man. in for the year. I'm like, fuck. I couldn't even imagine doing that. No. Grandparent daycare or whatever they call it. Cool. What a oh, dream. mate. Well, that's what my, my younger brother um, and my sister actually uh, have that with my parents um, on quite a regular basis. And my mum loves it. My dad loves it. Obviously, my siblings love it. And I'm so fucking shitty at it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a bit of that? Yeah. Can I just have a little bit of that? Yeah. But I chose to live in Melbourne. So, yeah. you know. yeah. yeah. I've been trying for 16 years now to get them to move down here. And <laughs> Hasn't really happened. Not really working. No, Not working Queen, Queenslanders me. don't like Melbourne weather. No. That's why I moved here, though. Mm. I was sick of the Queensland weather. Ugh. Fuck that shit. Uh... The story we like to ask most on the podcast is what horror story have you got? Like, have you got a real parenting horror story? One that's really fucking... <laughs> no, I wouldn't. If your know. kids almost died, like, perfect. Perfect. Just well, goes on. Because of your ineptitude. Oh, yeah, uh, even better. That's what we like. You <laughs> fucked it. <laughs> I mean, or put your did. wife in it. I, yeah. I yeah. yeah. No, we're I equal think. opportunity workplace here. <laughs> yeah. We're not prejudiced against anyone. That's right. Or we're prejudiced against everyone. <laughs> that's right. Um, I don't think... I was thinking about it last night. I don't think there's any... Been a major horror story Like I forgot to order lunch You know Oh my sure. god School rang me up What's wrong yeah. I know I'm in hospital It always comes Me coming Me being in hospital That's yeah. where shit gets sideways I think yeah. You know And they're like Bore checks like Oh Eddie hasn't got a lunch I'm like Oh Fuck I forgot to order it She's like, it's okay, it's okay, we can do a jam sandwich. She's just in tears. I'm like, yeah, I'm in hospital. Well, and she's like, oh. <laughs> so perspective comes into it. Um I don't know, taking a surfing, we I think it was a little bit too big for us to be out there. And <laughs> How old was she? Um, well, the first time she went surfing, she was a year and a half old and I put her on the surfboard <laughs> and I, it was a big board and I threw and my, uh, Tam's cousin was like on the shore basically, you know, and I'm, we just put Edie on the surfboard and pushed her on this wave and she freaking loved it. And you could see her saying again, again, again. So we did it again. And then the, she moved and the surfboard flipped and she went under the water for a little bit. Me and my, <laughs> me and my cousin-in-law are like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> she kind of pops up. Um, but I you know that... You started this with, oh, I don't really have a horror story. I put a one and a half year old on a surfboard and threw it into the surf. <laughs> I lost her underwater. Couldn't find her. <laughs> Sorry for a few seconds. But we've been swimming since she was four months old. So right. she knew water and she wanted to do it and we'd always been in the surf. So I suppose that would freak a lot of more parent, normal parents out. But me and Tom were, were surfers. He's got three boys. They're all still alive. Um, which, you know, win, win, I come win. from a three-boy <laughs> family. So if you can get your boys to certain landmark birthdays, you're doing quite well. Yes. <laughs> um, and then like last year, the surf got big. Was it earlier this year? 
Easter in Noosa and we're out there and this freaking rogue set came through and it was like, um, Eddie, we have to run at this or run at the beach. Either way, we're going to just get smashed. And so we just ran at it and I had it. We, held, we were holding hands and it, this thing just unloaded and split us apart and I did a flip and I actually hit the sandbar and she popped up and I popped up and like she's five metres away from me. Fuck. It's like, Jesus. And she's like, she's. I said, you good? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Kind of found her feet and walked to the shore and we were rattled. Like, yeah. Fuck, it it's just like one of those. You have done such an amazing job raising this kid. She sounds like very resilient. Yeah. Sounds like, very I resilient. I think resilience is a huge part of perseverance and resilience yeah. is just what I've strived to do with this kid, especially in yeah. this world. Like, no, you've just yeah. got to keep plowing through because you can rely on people, but ultimately you just have to rely on yourself and, um, you know, and you've only got yourself to blame as well. You yeah. can't, I don't want her to be one of those millennials blaming everyone else. It's like, no, yeah. you've made your own decisions. You've got to accept the yeah. consequences and yeah, the rewards. Yeah. I mean, that in Millennial's defence, they did inherit a shit sandwich, but yes, and also you are the of architect that, of your own I think misery. a lot yeah. of that stuff about Millennials is just media hype. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, it wasn't hype. it when Gen Xs, like when I was, it was something always about Gen Xs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of course it was. It's all just media hype. Everyone's just living their life. Yeah. And the last question um, that we like to ask that I came up with, this is my personal yeah. question, <laughs> is what do you love about parenting? And I reckon there's one more to go after this. What do I love about no, parenting? Right. You're no, calling yeah. it? No, that's... <laughs> I don't... Um, and well done coming up with that question, Wade. Thanks, mate. It's, it's such inspired. A, it's a beautiful it's question. It's really inspired. You know what I think about you? You come up with great ideas. You have to think about that really hard because I think there's a lot to love and get frustrated about parenting. I don't know. Yeah. I think just rearing a human being into a respectful, unique individual. Nice. Yeah, yeah. The task of doing that. The task of yeah. doing that. Yeah, and the ultimate reward is her or them or it they whatever it is these days yeah um turns out to be a nice person that's it ultimately what we want if she's smart and genius level or whatever it is or yeah she's doing whatever in the end as long as she's a respectful nice person yeah nice that's all we really care about and that's what we, me and tam have been lucky we've been on the same page as yeah. far as outcome Claire and I on very different levels. I want to raise a respectful kid, but she's just like, let's fuck it up. Let's just <laughs> fuck, fuck it up. up. Let's just fuck this up. <laughs> See, I, I, I think as well, like Wade said, that's an excellent answer to that question. Um, but I don't always see that as the joy of parenting or what I like about parenting. Quite often I can see that uh, as daunting and the oppressive side of parenting because I feel overwhelmed with the fucking task of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's an overwhelming thing to... I mean, some days it's working perfectly. You're having an A-plus parenting day. You're like, I'm nailing this. Yep. This is great. Fuck yeah, you, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast. Do <laughs> <laughs> All right, leave it out. <laughs> and then some days you're like, I've fucked this. Yeah, and I yeah. don't know how to do it. Do you have those days? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I was starting to think, like, fuck you, man. <laughs> so I wonder if I can fit her through that window. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other question I have uh, that's really in line with that that question you just answered is um, what do you wish you'd known about parenting before you did it? Or, or did nothing I think surprise we're better you? off knowing nothing. Good answer. Yes. Honestly, I think... Yes, you're in you a You know, you get, all those, you, get, you get all those people that have had kids before you trying to tell you, and it's just like... 
really, really, really? And it's like horror stories or good stories or whatever. They're trying to shine a turd. But I had one mate who had a kid maybe a year before we had Edie. And he said, my best advice is don't fucking listen to anyone. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, take that and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not going to change who you are. It just changes your philosophy and that's it. You yeah. don't have to change. And I think that was huge. You you as a parent not changing. Yeah. Staying the same person you are. Yes. And rearing that child. Yeah, absolutely. Instead yeah, of yeah. being something else to the kid and then going out on a Friday night getting lashed being an ass. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, dad's an ass. <laughs> Dad likes a beard. Dad likes a joint. Yeah, but you know, don't hide anything from because the they're kid. joining your life. Yeah, you're yes. not joining their life. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, man, an absolute pleasure. Thanks, um, mate. That was good. If yeah, people can, really uh, if want to buy some of your furniture, can they find you online? Yep, salvaged by sticks. Past tense. <laughs> um, and Call back I'm to on the start. Excellent. I'm all professional. Yeah. And I'm on all the socials. You can find me. Salvaged by sticks, and we'll we'll definitely put that in the post uh, about this episode. I love how we never found out your real name. I never want to know it. I never want to know it. I never want to know Don't it. Don't need to. <laughs> no then I'd have name. to kill you. And then who's going to do the podcast? <laughs> uh, also, as always, uh, give us a like on all our socials. Share it. Tell your friends. And we are still on Patreon. Uh, growing by the day, uh, there, I think there's only about nine hundred and there's nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety seven of, of the, the top of the, of the, the middle tiers left of the wads first and still ten top tiers left. They're getting quick. See you, buggers. Dads. <laughs>